talk about Sonic during uh, the podcast tonight. That sounds like an idea. I don't. I watched Raw with the sound off, and I was drinking, so I'm sure I'll be a great. I know guest. you. You, were, you had this like wacky idea that AJ Styles was on Raw. Yeah, and he was wrestling like fucking Misu and everything. It was a great match. And it was like they were. You were like watching an old episode of TNA. You said something about Claire Lynch, I think. <laughs> that's just wacky. I know. Yeah, Claire Lynch. That's a horrible angle that'll never be repeated. Man, why would they ever like? Did they already rip that off? By the way, with the least the Dixie angle of it. I swear, <sighs> WWE ripped it off like later that summer. They had somebody sleeping with their boss, or I don't fucking remember anymore. Uh, I think you're right. I know they did it. I don't remember who, but it was like somebody was. <sighs> They Maybe tried to fake Teddy? an affair between, Eric like... Escobar. Wait, no. I think it was, like, Vicky accusing AJ of fucking Cena, AJ. and it was, like, the same tactic. It was oh, the same yeah. Thing. Right. And it was the same tactics as that they did with the um, Dixie-AJ thing. It was part oh, of the yeah, it, was. It, was the, it was the opposite psychology, because in the end, yeah. you were supposed to want them to get together. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, uh, Meltzer was kind of implying that they, they stole the idea from TNA. Because they literally did. <laughs> well... Is this yeah. a podcast? We, I think we started. Not officially. Introduce us, you mongo. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Punch Sport Podcast. I am the Goog, and with me tonight, we have Hulkamat. How are you doing, Hulkamat? Really upset. We also... <laughs> <laughs> Are you upset because I forced you to watch Sonic 06? No, that that was the least upsetting part of today. We also have Master After. How you doing, MRT? Hey, everybody. I'm doing great. And we are joined by our special guest, Sunsweet. How are you, Sunsweet? I'm sobering up and I don't like it. I'll drink more. Um, okay. Don't drink at all. Mm, too late for that. <laughs> hey, you're in already, so. I'm, <laughs> I, meanwhile, am drinking watermelon-flavored water, so go me. This Aww, sounds gross. Sounds delicious. It is fucking delicious. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about wrestling, shall we? We have to. Yeah. I mean, there was some good stuff in wrestling recently. I mean, the fucking G1 final was really good. If you managed to not fall asleep during the first half. Yeah, main event was three and a quarter stars. It was more like a house show match until the last five or ten minutes. Yeah, what did it go, like 40 minutes? It really should have just been like ten minutes. Sorry. It was like a... Hey guys, Tokyo Slutty Gals on this show. <laughs> oh, secrets. Oh, secrets. I like secrets. Anyway, the... uh. Yeah, the G1 final was really good. Um, Red Dragon had a good tag match with... Uh, great. Great tag... Okay. Had a really good, great tag match with uh, Time Splitters. Nobody cares about this. Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, same. <laughs> this is the reason I'm glad I watch, T- I watch New Japan when I watch New Japan for the wrestling and not the booking. Because if you... if Like, imagine WWE did this. 
would be the stupidest thing ever. But instead, WWE did a different thing that was also the stupidest thing ever. I gotta be honest, if Jeff Jarrett and Scott Demore joined 3MB, I'd be pretty happy about that. <laughs> well, if they joined the 3MB, yeah! Is that the equivalency to the fucking point? But imagine, imagine if Jeff Jarrett and Scott Demore joined the, the Authority. They could have come out tonight and joined the NWO. <laughs> they could have. I realize that I realize that Jeff Jarrett, uh, if GFW was a real thing, his bu- he would basically be the leader of Bullet Club USA, which would be like NWO Japan. How Maybe that's where they're going with this. Why? How is Global Force Wrestling not real? It's not a thing. It totally is now. Yeah. When's the first like, show? They're in Japan. It's it's the day of Bound for Glory. <laughs> Yeah. They booked. They booked with TNA. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Oh God, that might. There's be. still no information how to get tickets to that show, by the way. Exactly. <laughs> oh Lord. But uh, Jeff, <sighs> so what is Jared gonna wrestle Tanahashi? I don't see what the end game of this is. Jared's probably going to wrestle a match against Tanahashi. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be Tanahashi, doesn't it? I don't know. I could see him not wrestling a match just so this doesn't, you know, lead to anything more than that one segment. They, I don't I, think they'd have him do that segment if he wasn't going to be ju- having at least one match. I, They're not going to have Tanahashi get beat up by Jarrett and not get any revenge. Unless this is an angle for the first GFW show. Oh. Look, featuring Tanahashi is the first star of Global yeah. Force Wrestling. Yes, makes sense now. Yeah, see, I mean, Jeff Jarrett's got it all figured out. You guys are just doubters and haters. You don't get his brilliance. Oh. Jeff Jarrett's cool. Jeff oh. Jarrett is good and cool. I'm a big no, Jeff not. Jarrett fan. No, no, no. Shut oh. up, MRT. You know yeah. it's true. No. He does that horrible, horrible get the shoulder up at three that looks terrible and doesn't get over. God, I hate him. Fuck Oakdan for mentioning that. <laughs> Didn't Bradshaw do the same thing? Probably. He t- I'm pretty sure JVL did the same thing. It's very learned it, I guess. I don't fucking know. Somebody has a cricket in their room because I can hear it every time they're silent. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I've got the window open. There's crickets outside. Oh, all right. Just making, just well, making I, sure. I live in the woods. I can see the Wyatt's little shack from my house. It's cool. I, I yeah. It's a faint noise, but I could hear it. And I was like, is that in my room or is that what? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah, Jeff Jarrett. Um. I don't like the guy, and I'm upset that no matter what, people are always going to give this guy a chance, it seems. Dave Meltzer said Jeff Jarrett doesn't jump out without a safety net, and I don't know how, but New Japan was the safety net. New Japan makes one stupid decision every six months, and Jeff Jarrett's their stupid decision for the second half of 2014. What does this mean for Bruce Tharp? means... He will not be the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Promoter of the Year two years running. That's a shame. Yeah, that's a tragedy, frankly. Yeah, especially since he wasn't one year running. Well, 
he frankly it's an even bigger tragedy at this point he could be the promoter of the year two years running he just won't start that streak this year doesn't mean he can't start next year right right bad day yeah Mm -hmm. well we could continue being downers and talk about wwe i agree okay uh Uh, do we want to talk about raw first or SummerSlam? we might as well talk about raw first because raw happened in summer the main event of new japan was great the main event was great (laughs) yeah that was really good that uh now that we've said that the r bar was really 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 now that we've said we can move on to the next topic (laughs) all right topic number three (laughs) (laughs) topic number seven i have no idea i'm not keeping track uh, we did get a question we have to answer at some point, but not now. We should talk about Raw. Raw opened with a really good segment. Paul Heyman cut out, came out and cut a good promo. That's what Paul Heyman does. And then in the middle of the show, there was a good match. Cesaro and Jack Swagger had a good match. Jack Swagger won. And then um, there was a, another good promo. John Cena cut a really good promo. And then at the very end, Brock Lesnar came back. And they did a cool little stare down with Brock Lesnar and John Cena. And let's pretend nothing else happened. Does that work for everyone? It certainly works for me. Okay, then I guess we can move on to the next topic if nothing else happened. Can I can I mention, though, that Claire Lynch was trending on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> did they mention that? I don't think they mentioned that. I don't think WWE mentioned that. I know the stream I was watching mentioned that. <laughs> I will I will admit, first of all, I fast-forwarded through that segment because I had 45 minutes to watch Raw, and I didn't consider it a priority. What I gathered is that it's all a setup, and Stephanie was faking all along just to get Brie Bella arrested. Is that true, or am I wish-casting? Wish-casting? What the hell does that mean? Mm, it's basically like fantasy booking, except it has a fancier name. Was Stephanie, in fact, faking the whole thing all along? And yes. Bryan- oh, good. Come on. Uh, I'm going to steal this quote. Nobody believes that Daniel Bryan would cheat on a board game, let alone on his wife. Yes, but that doesn't mean WWE wouldn't book that. You you think they would book Daniel Bryan to cheat on his wife? Yes. Do you? Yes. Good night, everybody. It's been a good run. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, fighting new host. <laughs> It could be the impetus for a stupid heel turn. It could be a thousand stupid things. You can't tell me that you don't think WWE would at least consider doing something that stupid. Actually, I can, very easily. Well, you have more faith in WWE than I do at this point. No, I just have, like, a lick of sense. (laughs) Where does that factor into WWE? Yeah, where's the logic in this company? Have you seen right their booking? After, right after one of the biggest WrestleManias in history, they booked him into a two-month program with Kane. That Here's makes the sense. Of sense. <laughs> <laughs> Does it? It wasn't good, Does but it, really? it made sense. How? How yes. did it make sense? Do tell. Well, it makes sense to keep putting Roman Reigns, who's god awful at everything except tag matches, into long singles matches and then promos. He's the next Randy Orton because remember Crab how Randy couldn't mind. do anything. Crab well, the mind in that uh, handicap match, they were really into his offense at the end. 
I've noticed that the crowd is into Roman Reigns matches and also Roman Reigns matches happen at the beginning of the show now. My pet theory is that they send Roman Reigns out there in the beginning of the show because the crowd isn't tired and cranky and won't shit on a bad match. Mm-hmm. It's enough maybe theory. it's because he's facing prelim guys tonight and he had a last man standing match against Kane last week to open yeah, the show. And last week had a pre a prelim opponent. Last week uh, last week had a prelim opponent. I thought this man was a demon monster who was challenging for the world title for Did two. Did you months. see him? He clearly didn't have his mask on, so he clearly wasn't a demon. Yeah, he had his mask on. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. He had his mask on. He took it off after he lost the match. Yeah, and he beat him back into a libertarian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Well, it was still the first match of the show. Oh. <laughs> hey, guys, I have a question. Uh-huh. What? If I, if I keep retweeting libertarian follow trains, will Kane follow me? Eventually. Probably. Sweet. I'll and did you know that John Galt invented follow trains? I believe it. Actually, I don't believe it, because follow trains sound like something that would benefit someone other than John Galt. So why would he do that? Do you really want to be followed by a bunch of libertarians? God damn it. It's, it's really, really funny. I'm I can't sorry, even it's, re- <laughs> it's really funny whenever I see someone follow me, and it's this fucking Tea Party shithead. It's so funny <laughs> to see, like, 20 libertarians follow me all at once. I don't even know. I can't explain why. It's just really funny. Real and do they opinion. all just immediately unfollow you when they realize you're just a wrestling nerd? It takes a few days of, like, <laughs> hot stars, drinks pee, photoshops, and uh, <laughs> and Benghazi jokes, but they, they get the they get the, <laughs> the picture eventually. <laughs> oh, God. Especially when, like, five or six like of them have Benghazi uh, ribbons. I'm there are Benghazi ribbons. Yes. yes. Avatar. What? The black ribbon with uh, the yellow trim. Okay. I'm not even going to ask. What were we talking about? We were talking about Raw. Um, did anything... And how everything made sense. <laughs> really good show. I liked it. You, you watched significantly more than I did of Raw for once, MRT. Did I skip over anything important? No. Uh, um, Brock Lesnar came out and was going to kill um, Hulk Hogan. That would have been nice if that had happened. Really? It well, would have been I've... nice if Brock Lesnar killed another human being. It would have It would have been nice if Brock Lesnar beat up a guy, and I guess they couldn't have done it with Hulk Hogan because Hulk can't take a bump. But I, I figured they would have Nash take the F5. That didn't happen. But... If only Heath Slater were a legend. <laughs> Give it time. He's not the next Shawn Michaels yet. <laughs> well, Scotty Zuhati's a legend, so Heath Slater can be a legend. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Legend apparently means guy that worked there that isn't dead yet. So. Good. Now you're getting it. Well, they're yeah. running low on those guys, so yeah, apparently the WWE inducts into the Hall of Fame Taka Michinoku, <laughs> Mrs. Yamaguchi. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one better. Gas. <laughs> oh man, it'd be Shane and friends. Yeah, it would just Shane be the Shane McMahon would have ducked like the entire posse. <laughs> yep. 
I'm now envisioning a scenario where they induct the posse so as to bring Shane back into the company to then induct Shane. Kind of like how they inducted Rock's dad and his granddad. Aww. That would be funny. I don't think Mm -hmm. Steph wants him back. It's not going to (laughs) happen. Wasn't he the only one that's like a worse booker than Steph? He... That was Tom, or maybe Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> yeah, he. I met of the McMahons, but yeah. Shane had his guys, and he really liked his guys. And some of his guys, you could see it. And some of his guys were guys that weren't popular that I liked. And some of his guys just sucked. Some of his guys. Shane's were guys were himself, yeah. and he liked to book himself into feuds where he got to look good. That's true. He that also is. jumped off high things, so that was cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. Of course, Jeff Hardy did that a lot. Yeah, Jeff Hardy never jumped off the Titantron. Yes, he did. N- no, he literally did. He he never jumped off the Titantron and crashed through the uh, stage. Mm, no, I think he did it onto a stretcher. Even Heidenreich climbed up the SmackDown fist. That I don't remember, but I it amuses me that Heidenreich did something involving. Fist. He did it and. <laughs> It involved it involved him reading poetry and then going away. Okay. Oh my god. Is that all Heinrich ever did was just read poetry and be a creep? No, he's yet he, well, he, he had little Johnny. He read poetry and then he, he brought little he, children into the ring and then he danced with them because he wants them to be his friends. Like, oh my god. <laughs> Sexual predator Heidenreich over here. And then there was that thing with Michael Cole that we shouldn't talk about. Yes, because that was... Never mind. I'm not going to get into what that seemed like. What that simulated. <laughs> I think this is the second week in a row that we've mentioned Heidenreich on the show. We mentioned Heidenreich last week? Yeah. Yeah, he's in TNA now, isn't he? No, that was no. Snitsky and, that was Snitsky and, oh, that's Snitsky. and Big Ryklon, or whatever they're calling Ezekiel Jackson. Big Zeke. Big Zeke. I have never not mixed up Snitsky and Heidenreich. I don't know. Well, they were tag team partners for a while. So. Were they? Okay. Yep. They I were tagged. They, like, had one match. Well, well, ten minutes is a while. They had a backstage segment, too. Snitsky liked Heidenreich's poetry, and Heidenreich liked what Snitsky did to babies. No, no, no. He just they he didn't like caskets. No. Oh, and they both hated caskets. Yes. I oh, I distinctly remember Snitsky complimenting Heidenreich's poetry, which I, I can't believe. I like you, sentence. John. I like you, John. Hello. Let's move on. <sighs> so basically, nothing else happened on Raw. Like. RVD can't do a Rolling Thunder anymore. <laughs> yeah, we found that out. That's a shame. <laughs> um, and Hulk Hogan is senile. We found that out. Well, we knew that already. How was that on display tonight? I, he was just baffled looking. Like, anytime they did anything, guys were coming out to celebrate him. He just looked confused. They handed him a mic. He did, like acted like he didn't know what the fuck it was. Yeah. Sorry about my language. He was baffled. <laughs> Sorry about my language. Sorry about my fucking language. He was just baffled about everything. It was just, he looked like just the most confused, sad old man. Well, he joined the NWO. He, he did? joined the NWO, yes. He rejoined the NWO, which reformed. Yes, and I can't believe they gave uh, Hall a live mic, by the way. I don't yeah. think that was planned. <laughs> They're on a... It obviously was planned because he wore the NWO t-shirt. Well, well was... I mean, him getting the mic, did Nash just hand it to him? Yeah, like, oh, okay. Kirkland gave the mic to Nash, and Nash gave the mic to Hall. So, what I'm 
<laughs> guessing is they probably had it arranged for Nash to set up the t-shirt tear, but then Nash was like, hey, Scott can do it, and Scott actually kind of did it. So good oh. for Scott. I, good job, Scotty. I heard a rumor that Scott Hall refused to sign Hulk Hogan's birthday card. <sighs> the one thing I was thinking about during that segment was, which one is Brock going to lay out? And I kept thinking it had to be Nash, but there's no way Nash would show up if he was going to be laid out. <laughs> there was no way. And it can't be Hall. It can't be Orndorff, who was like the best person in that segment, by the way. By uh, far. Well, he, he came, was the best person. He came out. Thing. He came out, and I was just amazed. His mustache is wonderful. Oh, and my gosh. Yes. <laughs> he, the fans didn't know who he was, but mm-hmm. he was like posing and doing the whole coconut here taunt. He was and, acting like he was complete hot shit and he got kisses from what, Natty and then Eva Marie? Like he went back for one from Eva? Oh yeah, Eva won a match tonight, guys. Um, um, uh, I guess I, the could two stupid bullshit distraction finishes. I, a match I can, re- I can recap in full. Um, I'm just going to do that real quick. Alright, so Eva got a headlock, then AJ did a headlock takeover, then Paige's music hit at the 22nd mark. Um, didn't distract AJ enough. She kicked Eva. She Irish whipped her. She gave her an elbow. Paige was skipping around the ring. And, uh, AJ was slowly picking up Eva. Then Eva just gave her a schoolgirl and got the three. And then she sold on the floor longer than she sold during, longer than the entire match from a headlock takeover and an elbow. But anyway, back to the main event segment. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my God, this fucking company. Um, fuck. yeah. Um, Paul Orndorff. Orndorff is, was so. Yeah. I think Orndorff was hamming it up so much that they were just like, "Fuck it, play Piper's music." He's not getting down there fast enough. Mm-hmm. And then they had like this stare down, Piper and Hogan, just be like, "Oh, they were, they were old rivals." But <laughs> Piper is so great about committing to that. It's like all he does now is he shows up and he stares at Hulk Hogan. <laughs> well, if I could get paid for it, I would. Yeah. Pretty sweet gig. Although you'd have to look at Hulk Hogan. Well, was, I mean, it's like the worst. Shitty human being. Ah. Oh, what a heel. No, Hogan. Hogan's the shitty human being. Yeah. I, yeah. Whatever. They both suck. I don't care. Hey, Hogan's the heel. He joined the end of the heel. But yeah, Brock didn't attack anybody and it made me upset. Yeah, well, just I can't believe that's the main segment on your. That's the main event for your go home for one of your bigger pay per views. That's pretty great. Um, I think CC and Goog tweeted a picture of them cancel their recurring subscription. <laughs> <laughs> I know Goog did because I was like, good. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are gonna feel really stupid when Night of Champions rolls around and Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan is announced. Yeah, well, I'll watch that match somehow. Illegally, like we always do. Like we always did. Oh, did you see that Hogan's birthday cake had nine ninety nine on it? Yes, of course it did. <laughs> yes, it did. What I are did they see that. Thinking they nine ninety nine candles. They they're turning their own network heel. Yeah. What better way? People I like mean, heels, in right? In a way, it's the thing to do when you bring something out as a face and it completely flops and you've it invested a, rock. a lot of time in it. Yeah. yeah. You turn it heel, you get people to hate it, and then you turn it face again and make a ton of money. 
Does that I, work with uh, non-sentient things like networks? I mean, I, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to get this bad, dumb network that few people want and fewer people are going to renew to turn face. But hey, that's their problem, not mine. Meanwhile, I would like to actively encourage people to cancel their subscriptions because this company doesn't deserve your money. Pretty much. Unless you're a Roman Reigns fan, in which case, pile on the money. Get like a second subscription. Get I'm one for friends. Sus- I'm not doing that, but I'm keeping my subscription. I'm keeping it through at least October. Is that because you signed up in April? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's acceptable. I signed up in February, so... I will probably resubscribe, too. Man, I was thinking I would... And if if they give me the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania next year, I might. But God... I still don't see how this company deserves anyone's money. Because SummerSlam is going to be really good, you guys. I really SummerSlam can't wait for the American. Be really good. I can't wait for the American to lose the flag match because they've got a hard on for the worst fucking wrestler. No, he's going to win the flag match. No, he's not. No, he's going to win the flag he match and then tonight. he's going to get gonna destroyed lose. at Night of Champions. This is not going to Night of Champions. Well, it's going to have to because Swagger's going to win the flag match and Rusev's going to win the feud, so... He's going to lose, and he's going to lose the feud, and he's going to be a big nothing because they don't want to do anything with him, and they probably don't like the fact that he's over. Well, I don't know. They seem to like the fact that he's over a lot more than they like the fact that Dean Ambrose is over. Let's just predict SummerSlam because we should do that. Everything is bad. There's your show. Uh, is there a pre-show match announced? Who gives a shit? I'm trying let me, to be let me thorough. The, let me pull up the card. I don't. That's him trying to uh, save time so he can pull up the card. Actually, <laughs> no. Oh, well, I am not pulling up the card right now. My cat is blocking my monitor. I can't see half the screen. I'm not doing it. I'll pull up the card, you giant baby. Let's see. I know AJ and Paige are having a match. It's well, you see him. He's just right, gonna yeah. announce the matches out of order because he... Alright, you know what? There, there's five matches announced. Well, let's just five go from the top down, because there's literally five the matches. Biggest show of the year. Wait, 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 hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. Six, seven, eight. Alright, there's eight matches. I'm oh. sorry. Okay. Okay, whatever. Sun Sweetheart guest, please run through the matches. Cena and Lesnar, who cares? Oh, that's the opener. No, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna open. The main event is actually Ziggler and Miz. Awesome! Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a great show, actually, Works guys. for me. <laughs> All right, yeah. so Brock Lesnar's going to win the opener. Yeah, uh, Bro- yeah I think yeah, Brock Brock's going to win. win. MRT, do you agree with that? John Cena's going to win! You don't some, really think. Some boring guy is going to win, whatever. Uh, Bree versus what, Stephanie. Wait, 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 wait. What? boring in this situation? Everyone. The guy who can't, the guy who can't talk... <laughs> But when he looks he, like some fucking Viking, he's Aryan Super Saiyan boy, and when he can't talk, it's hilarious because he says the stupidest things. I like, am a mercenary, <laughs> and he talks about his farm boy feelings that he's going to make you feel when he feels them. Look, Excuse me, Brock's pretty cool. Wrestling, I don't watch wrestling ironically. Have you looked at the tattoo on his shoulder? I don't even see the cockboard <laughs> down his chest. I mean, the flaming skull that he has on his shoulder. I bet he thinks is, that's is the that coolest a cool thing. Individual? John he Cena, probably... on the other hand, is cool. Is he now? Yes. 
After all, who could forget Brock Lesnar's famous quote? John Cena had a horseshoe up his ass. I pulled that son of a bitch out, and I beat him over the head with it. Woo! <laughs> this is why Brock's gonna win. <laughs> Brock's gonna win. It's the. It could be a really good match. SummerSlam opener of the decade. Uh, our second match of the evening is yeah. Brie versus Stephanie. <laughs> wow, they're putting that in the death spot. Oh, yeah, God. It's, it's harsh, but I mean, whatever. Steph's in charge of the company. She can do what she wants. <sighs> That's going to be like 20 minutes of time when it should be oh, yeah. like 10. It's going to be a 25-minute yeah. segment. Who was invested in this at all? I mean, are you Total Divas viewers even I, really invested in I this? I gotta say, it's I was kind of got over. I kind of, I kind of liked it, but this week I thought was, it kind of was like when they uh, booked, when Bret Hart returned, they did the car angle, and it was like, why are they doing this? Why are they overcomplicating it? Yeah, it just seems overly complex for something that should be incredible. I mean, I understand the fact that um, Brie had her arrested, so Steph's having her arrested for that extra heat, but it just seems really phony. I didn't, I didn't like it. Because Bree's the worst actress and Steph's not much better. Hey, Stephanie's been really good, but Steph's yeah, gotten is, really good Bree compared to where she was like ten years ago, and she's you know light years ahead of Dixie Carter. Which I mean, I'm light years ahead of Dixie Carter. You know what I fear oh. is going to happen in this match? Steph's what? going through a table. No. <laughs> Bubba Ray comes in. Oh god, that would be the scariest thing of all. <laughs> Bubba just points at Steph and goes, "You!" Like Hogan was. I can guarantee you, if Bubba Ray showed up, that would be like, I'd cancel my subscription. I would get a subscription. <laughs> I love Bubba. That would be the best. <laughs> I'm afraid Stephanie's gonna win after Nikki turns on Bray. That would be oh. horrible. Wouldn't that be the worst thing? Yeah, no. so that'll happen. I mean, probably. Wouldn't be the worst thing. There have been worse things. I still think the worst thing would be uh, not bringing in Bully Ray would be the worst thing they can do. <laughs> bringing in Bully Ray would be the worst thing they could do, because Bully, Bully Ray is, sucks. He is a true treasure and a beautiful talent. He sucks. Eh, kinda, yeah. <laughs> He's ugly and fat. Uh. He's not as fat as he used to be. He's still fat and ugly okay. and a jerk. He is and a he jerk. He books himself in stupid angles. Yeah, he does. Where he gets to play on white male power fantasies about beating up women. Yeah. Wait, Bully Ray is a cop? Huh. All right, time to show cop day. <laughs> the Goog has to say something bad about cops. Let's talk about this image Hulkamet just put put in our chat here. Yeah, what is, is what? Brock has a t-shirt? Who cares? Brock oh, has a t-shirt. Eva. Look, everybody is terrified except... Oh, boy, it's Brock Lesnar! Oh. <laughs> Eva Marie is the dirt worst. She's the worst person in the company. There's something. I don't really care. Um, Roman Reigns and Randy Orton, third match of the evening. Uh, Roman Reigns is gonna win? I, yeah, Roman Reigns is gonna Roman, win. Roman, whatever. Awesome. How long is that match, and how bad is that match? Um, 15 minutes and incredibly bad. No. I'm thinking very and very, so. <laughs> Randy's gonna try really hard to carry this guy, but this guy's not any good, so. Randy's gonna headlock this guy a lot. Is there a gimmick in this match? 
No. No. That's fine. It's been fine on the house shows. There are two matches. There are many matches here that should have good gimmicks, and none of them do. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm surprised the main event doesn't have a gimmick. But uh, kind of surprised that. Uh-oh. What's the next match, Sunsweet? The, the next match is the match with the best gimmick, which is the Lumberjack match with Dean Ambrose uh, going against Seth Rollins. I Was WWE actually calling that a wall of flesh match at one point, or did I just um, hallucinate that? They, they I only saw that on Twitter. But... They called a Divas match on a house show this weekend an Ultimate Surrender match. Okay. Oh, really? Does that mean it yeah. was a submission match? I, think I don't a... think the Goog gets it. No, he doesn't get it. Goog. <laughs> Let's not explain it. All right, Goog. Don't worry about it, honey. When you're older. <sighs> I was trying not to make it a sex thing. God. What? He didn't get the joke. He I didn't, didn't get, get the, the joke. joke. He didn't get the joke. Perennial virgin, the Goog. MRP, you got to post that image of the guy with the book that says jokes on it. <laughs> <laughs> A lumberjack match. Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins have had wild, fun, crazy brawls taking them all over the arena. So maybe, logically, you'd think they should have a wild, fun, crazy brawl that can take them all over the arena where Seth Rollins can jump off a tall thing or Dean Ambrose can throw Seth Rollins through a plate glass thing. But no. Instead, they're going to have the worst stipulation that doesn't involve fire. Or maybe or there's like bolts. a giant structure of barrels that he funny. can push over and land on one of them. Yeah, and it maybe will crush that. them for the ten count. Or, or, or you know, because a standing match would be better than a lumberjack match. Yeah, uh, well, that's a feud ender. Yeah, it kind of is. I think uh, Zack Ryder needs a paycheck, and I think he's the real winner of this. Personally, I think this match should end with all the Lumberjacks getting into the ring and beating them up as revenge for all those shield attacks. Yeah, but that's just me. (laughs) Fandango gets in there, Swagger gets in there, returning Brad Maddox gets in there. (laughs) Just pummels Dean. (laughs) I think think Rollins is going to win. Does that sound right? I'm saving my prediction for the second the bell rings. I I think that rings. I think that it's going to continue another month and that Rollins will win the blow off. I I think it's going to continue another month, but I think Rollins is winning both. Like I don't think this is a Jericho Wyatt situation where it's going three, so you have to give Jericho one, and you might as well give him the first one. What stupid logic. Actually, I think that logic was really good. Jericho beating Bray Wyatt. No. I okay. You've got a three-match feud. You can't have Jericho beat Wyatt in... You can't have Wyatt beat Jericho in all three. Because by the time it gets to the third, there's no point. So Jericho has to win one. You don't have the face win the first one, because yeah, then it kills the heat for the second one. But that's a good that's a good rule. That's a good thing. The but in this particular case, you can't have Jericho win the third one because the third one is the blow off, and the heel has to win the blow off to win the feud. You can't have Jericho win the second one because the second one is at SummerSlam, and that's the big one. And you can't, and so you have to have Jericho win the first one. 
Mm, no, you could instead not book a three-month feud. Well, yes, but they booked a three-month feud. Now, know that. they could have not booked this a This could feud. be a two-month feud. Everyone it, and his sister has been saying that it's a three-month feud. Who, who said it? Who said David it? David Arthur Meltzer. Yeah? His real name is Arthur? Might be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what was that segment they had tonight? A uh, weird, silly little sit-down talky thing that was an excuse for Wyatt to cut a promo at Jericho and then Jericho to say, like, three words. It reminds mm-hmm. me of those Brock Lesnar-Kurt Angle ones, except, like, it wasn't goofy. But it's like, this is stupid and doesn't mm-hmm. make me want to see the match anymore. Bray is really falling flat for me in this feud and in general. Oops. Yeah. Which is disappointing because he was one of my very favorite guys, and I still think he's a great promo. It's just, uh... yeah, it's I like it's, it's br- kind of kind of old. <laughs> I can what? see his wheels spinning round and yeah. round and round and round. Uh, to me, that's like everyone right now. But I mean, I'm not really a good authority, so um, it's because you're not Steph. Because yeah, exactly. Right. I, I, I care literally about, like, one person in the whole company, so... So you could be Steph. Oh, wait, I, ca- I care about Steph, yes. <laughs> no, yes. you care about Swagger. Yes. <laughs> I'm Mrs. Swagger, hello. Who, by the way, is going to win? No, he's not. But we'll get to that match later when he doesn't win. That's right. Did we... We kind of stopped right there. Our next match, uh, further on the card than Cena Lesnar, is Divas Champion AJ Lee versus Paige. Frenemies. Wow. I don't get get how WWE is pretending that frenemies wasn't a word people said before this feud. They just found out about it and they're really excited. (laughs) Yeah, frenemy. It's a thing. Did they honestly think Paige just made it up? Yeah, probably. Wow. They're probably trying to trademark it right now. Yeah. They're just baffled that they can't. They're going to put it on merchandise and everything. And... Mm -hmm. Like oh, oh, that would be great because that would mean they're selling Divas merchandise again. Well, they are right now. I mean, Nikki and Brie have individual shirts, and Paige has a shirt. It's nice. A friend of mine had asked me today, "Do they sell women's Macho Man shirts?" And I understand it just it's it would be a woman shirt that says Macho Man on it, but they do not. <laughs> they do not, in mm-hmm. fact, sell women's Macho Man shirts. She really wants one. Uh, they not do not sell women's shirts. Uh, I can give her some t-shirt modifying tutorials because that's what I had to do. Because oh. they don't sell women's shirts for most uh, most things. That's that's really terrible. Yeah. Um. Just you buy a size up. You can cut uh, cut a men's shirt down to fit you. It's really easy, and I've done it with a swagger shirt, and I really like the results. So. Because mm. they don't sell it in women's. Because women apparently only like Seth and Roman or something, Randy and John. And Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's not good. Women love, like, six different guys on the roster, and that's kind of it, apparently. One of which is a dead asshole. Rip. Speaking of dead assholes, why do you want a Randy Savage shirt? (laughs) 
I need to I need to get uh Sunsweet as Secret Santa so I can send her an ultimate warrior and Randy Savage shirt. <laughs> I hope you like me burning them on film. <laughs> That'd be yes. That would be the best. Well, it'd be fine because I still have those uh, gift cards from when I signed people up for the network. Oh my god, give them to me. I have so much swagger stuff to buy. If I buy enough shirts, maybe they won't bury him to the bottom of the earth. It's like, don't waste them on something I'll light, light on fire. Just yeah, give me give the me money. Some... Yeah, seriously, come on now. There's there's still CM Punk merch on clearance. <laughs> the swagger merch isn't on clearance? No. Well, I think it would be. No, they had that racist-ass t-shirt, and they got rid of that, so now they only have his new shirts. With as, which has a hand. Which has a hand, um, and when I modified his my hand, his hand, his stubby little hand, his stubby uh, little hand is not nearly as big as Andre the Giant's hand. No, he has no. a little stubby baby hand. But um, I bought a gigantic shirt to cut down, and uh, when I did, I didn't. When I bought the big shirt, I didn't realize the print was going to be bigger. So it's like the size of Andre's hands, and it goes right over my boob. <laughs> it is the best. It's the best shirt I've ever like owned. I don't know why, but this conversation is reminding me of the uh, call <laughs> to Wrestling Observer Live a long time ago. The guy's know. like, hey, does Chris Benoit have abnormally short arbs? <laughs> and, Dave's like, and Dave's like, yeah, he does. And he's like, oh, do you think in the ladder match he won't be able to reach the title? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. A storyline: His short arms are going to be a huge hindrance in the upcoming match. <laughs> He's a T-Rex. He's like, a wrestling T-Rex. Just like Mojo, he can't win the he can't win the Ultimate X match. He's too fat. Exactly. <laughs> or that was Bully Ray, I think actually. No, it was also Samoa Joe. Okay. Yeah, isn't that why Steiner just randomly yelled, he's fat, that one time? No, that was before Steiner came in. <laughs> oh, maybe they put Joe in another Ultimate X after. I know I know. Uh, Steiner yelled that he's fat about Joe at one point. I thought that was the circumstance. No, he was just really pissed at him for being fat. He didn't like him because he was a half-breed, and he said... What? He he said he said you're a freaking half breed and I'm gonna treat you like treat a, you like a half breed <laughs> and he they're just doing this rant and he's ranting about Samoa Joe and he's getting crazy and they're like Scott just calm down and then he pauses and he just goes he's fat that's it <laughs> that's all there is to it I think that was the real reason he was mad he just didn't want to get into it so he bet he was racist instead. <laughs> <laughs> That I was don't the want quote. You're a uh, half breed, and I'm gonna treat you like a half breed. And I... <laughs> Scott Snyder oh. was the best part of TNA for a while. I'm oh my god, saying. easily. You remember Pearl Harbor? You remember when D-Day fought the Germans? I remember. I I remember that was a line MRP said to me, and I repeated it once in an ROH show. And the guy behind me was really fucking angry. <laughs> He really did not like that opinion that Scott Steiner <laughs> was the only good thing about TNA. He was oh, really Lord. upset about it. Who did well, he think was good? Me. No, no, it, it, I didn't know until later because the friend I went with says to me, "Hey, at the last show, the guy sitting behind us, he's a friend of my brother's, and he really was pissed at you when he heard you say that." <laughs> and I was like, "What? Why?" He's like, I don't. She really likes TNA, man. And I could, I could find it when I saw him, and I was like, Hey, why do you, why do you like TNA? He's like, I don't like it now. It sucks. It's like, Oh, okay. 
You opened up his mind. You made him face truths that he wasn't ready to face. Apparently. <laughs> I guess. What's the uh, next match of the card? <laughs> the next match is the flag match. <laughs> Swagger and Rusev, whatever. <laughs> the American's going to lose because I don't like him. I hope. I think the American's going to win because they need a face to win something. No, they don't. Jericho will win then. They literally brought in Jericho to to put over Bray, but now I think Jericho's gonna win because they don't know they don't know what they're doing or they hate themselves or something. Agreed. All their booking is really self destructive. <laughs> well, that is true. But <coughs> excuse me. I just sick. Do you have Ebola? Oh. Maybe. That would be bad. Don't get. Well, maybe I just played Sonic 06. <laughs> Don't play Sonic E6. Get a bolt. He's playing while we're doing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta record sometime. Uh, yeah, I... uh, Swagger's not winning. I'm sorry. No, he's not. <laughs> I really want him to. He's not. I think they've got to have a face win something. And... Well, then AJ can win or something. Okay. AJ's going to win. Bree might win. And Cena can win. There, there's your faces. Whatever. No one likes Swagger, apparently, even though everyone does, and he's really over. You know who else I like? Mm. Cesaro. Yeah, what happened <laughs> there? What happened to Tony? Um, I'm guessing Kevin What happened Dunn to Big happened. Tony? What happened to Big Tony? <laughs> you know what I learned? What did you learn? Skinty McEdger still hates Cesaro. He does what? not like him. He does not think he's a good wrestler. What? Skinty McEdger is wrong about stuff. No, 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 no. He, 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 he has his points. It's just like he, he's never, he's never liked him, and he was like, I think he's the most overrated good, like quote unquote, good wrestler out there right now. And I'm like, hmm. really? I'm like, what about Chris Hero? And he got really pissed at me because he's a big fan of Chris Hero. <laughs> <laughs> what an odd person not to like, and then to like another guy. Yeah. Well, he's uh, al- he's always felt that Chris Hero was the better of the group. Uh, that's like just that's that's been his thing. No. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm well, sure Chris Hero is in better not. shape. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's I think I'm in better shape you, right now. You know what? You know what I think? Yeah. All right. So for those of you who don't know, Chris Hero is really f- getting really fat. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to think Chris Hero's always been about reinventing himself. <laughs> Do you think he's think he's trying to reinvent himself as uh? Guy in denial about his weight. He's reinventing uh, himself as the white Yokozuna. He's reinventing himself as Bruiser Brody. Bruiser wasn't gigantically fat, though. Bruiser wasn't in very good shape. He wasn't, but it wasn't like Chris Hero is right now. He's already past Brody. Uh, but. I don't know. I didn't see a lot of late, late Brody stuff. Did he get huge before he got stabbed to death, or what? I mean, I'm thinking of Brody kind of near the the end, where I feel like he was he had he had a gut, and he was he was very hairy though. I mean, mm-hmm. he was in good shape, like he was in good shape at times in his career, like earlier. But you know, I think towards the end. I mean, eh, you're right. You're right. Hero is in better shape. I'm misremembering. Like he towards the end, he definitely like. He had the the kind of like um, muffin top, but yeah, Brody uh, he was in better shape than Hero for most of his career. Yeah, it was like 
hero kind of looks like Bray Wyatt right now. I don't Except know for I think that. Bray's actually gotten well, a little more trim lately. He looks, he looks like, like Luke Husky Luke Harris. Harris because... Yeah. Yeah, he looks like Husky. Just guys that should never be in trunks. Yeah. yeah that's you know, it. I think. I feel like Misawa was like a big influence on him because when Misawa. Apparently, Misawa was the one who uh, told him to get rid of. Uh, his other wrestling gear and we'll start wearing trunks and get in shape. And after that, he got into like the best shape of his life. And after he died, he was still good for a while, but you can see the weight like coming back on. And, yeah. uh, he got real, he got better when in his final tapings of WWE, he came back and he looked a little too skinny actually. And now he's getting real big again. I don't know what's mm-hmm. up with him. We're all over the place on the show, but yeah, it's been a really good show. <laughs> I disagree. Goog, um, like Goog is anti-structure. <laughs> it's all about chaos. So what is a what is the next match on our show here? Uh, our semi-made event is Chris Jericho versus Bray Wyatt. Which Bray Wyatt is going to win? No. No. Bray's just a jobber, baby. They don't like him anymore because he keeps losing when he shouldn't. There's going to be a fuck finish, I predict. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They made such a big deal about not having the lights ringside. It's probably going to be a fuck finish. The lights are going to go out and something's going to happen. That would be a shame, but that is the finish to every Bray Wyatt match now. Yeah, the lights will go out and then um, Bailey with Sister Abigail will come <laughs> out. There you go. <laughs> the lights will go out and Chris Wyatt will come out. And <laughs> Bo Dallas will come out. Oh, yes, Taylor Wyatt. <laughs> huh, Bo wasn't on the show, was he? No, he was wasn't. only on the um ramp at the very end. The he New was Nation to... wasn't on the show either. Uh, they were also on the ramp at the very end. They had some matching gear. <sighs> Everyone that was missing from the show was on the ramp at the end. Sanda was there, Stardust was there, Goldust. Like, all these people that should have been on the show doing actual things were just on the ramp at the end. Um, because I guess that's the best use of their time. Uh, our main event at SummerSlam, I'm really excited for this one. It's The Miz putting up his <laughs> Intercontinental title against Dolph Ziggler. It's, it's that nice, time to, it's nice to see him to back in the main event. Sorry yeah. for interrupting. <laughs> no, I was just saying, it's it's good to see them back. It's good to have that they got the main event finally. They deserve it. They do. Yeah. All right, so I'm guessing I'm gonna this like will get this about 30 minutes. I'm going to like this match a lot more than anyone else does. But... I guess... Is this a dream match for you? It would <laughs> only be a dream match if Barrett was involved. Yeah, it needs to be Ms. Barrett. And then it needs to be a I, team. I swear to God, Ms. and Barrett had a really good match the Raw after WrestleMania two years ago. Nobody remembers it. Because that was a terrible WrestleMania. I swear to God, this thing nobody remembers happened. It totally did! <laughs> anyway. I think Ms. is going to win. And I think the match is going to be good. This is going to win, and the match is going to be average. Uh, Someone's probably going to stand on a table and someone will get distracted, and I'm not going to care because I'm not invested in the WWE at all. Oh, Lord. They stopped doing that shit on pay-per-view. Why wouldn't they? Good point. Why aren't you as cynical as I am, everyone? Oh, I fucking am, but... (laughs) I'm the worst. I'm sorry. This is a terrible idea to have me reviewing the show. 
You're the best, and the I show disagree. is awesome. I hate the WWE. Let's talk about wrestling. Everything sucks. <laughs> yep. Well, that would have been Goog if you weren't on the show. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I'm yeah, taking over yeah. the cynicism. <laughs> We're spreading it evenly throughout the show. MRT, our optimist. What do you think is going to happen in the Miz versus Dolph Ziggler? An above-average match. Yes! So, three stars? Mm-hmm. No. Two and three-quarter. Oh, okay, oh. so... Not above average, but almost above average. What? That's literally above average. Average is two. Two stars is average, and three stars no. is above average. Technically, two and a half, half two stars. Half. Two and a half stars is average. Then what's two stars? Below average. Yeah. The average is exactly halfway, I guess. It Pretty should much. be. You're right. You're right. I'm, yeah. I apologize. Speaking of a guy who had plenty of average matches. So barely above average. <laughs> yes. Speaking of a guy who had plenty of average-ish matches, Alberto Del Rio got fired. That's funny. Oh, I forgot and about that. Yeah, let's talk about why he got fired, though, because that's not really funny. <laughs> no. You guys talk about it, I'm going to get a drink. Well, And he's going to appear at Triple Mania this Sunday. Yeah, good, good for, for him. him. Yeah. The story good for I, him. Well, the story I heard is kind of what makes me say good for him. And this is the story I heard, and I heard it through Hulkamat, so this is like seventh party at this point. But the story mm-hmm. I heard is this. This guy who works for WWE as a social media guy was at catering, and Alberto Del Rio had just been at catering and apparently left a mess or something. No. And can I finish telling the story as I've heard it, and then you can pick apart all of the inaccuracies there? The guy was at catering. He didn't clean his plate. The guy, other dude mentioned it, and the guy said, that's Del Rio's job. Oh, that's even worse than what I heard. Yeah, then that's Del Rio heard. heard about it later and, quote, slapped the guy, but he hit him so hard that he either knocked him down or, like, knocked him off balance. And, yeah, you can't do that. You can't just go around hitting people, even if they're fucking telling racist jokes. Yeah. You cannot hit people super hard. That's stupid. Especially since this is a point in time where WWE is looking to make cuts. So if you went and made a complaint to HR that this guy told a racist joke, he would be the one getting fired. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So instead, he did something incredibly stupid, and he got fired. And now this guy will probably, you know, be not suspended. Or... They're probably not going to do anything to him. No, they'll honestly. do him. No. But <clears throat> well, they have to. They have to avoid offending their remaining big Mexican superstar, El Torito. Yes, because Rey Mysterio is already on the outs. Well, they need to send the message that, you know, this isn't acceptable in their company because they, you know, still do have sponsors and partnerships with Be A Star and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, the company, for all the bad rep it has, they they do usually do some kind of punishments for things like this. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, Del Rio... <sighs> went out and did something really stupid and because of that this guy's gonna basically get away with it mm-hmm. yeah i think ray should do that and then he'll be free 
Yeah. <laughs> Bree should just go find that racist guy and just beat the shit out of him, and he'll be free. That's fine. Unfortunately, yeah, I don't know if Ray tries to Ray... kick the guy, he'll tear his knee. Yeah. I don't know if Ray could reach up to his head. What if this guy is tall? Oh. What if he just punches him in the balls? Because that's a, that's okay too. That would be cool. Yeah, I'm all for that. Possible. Please, please go find a racist to punch them in the balls. Thank you. <laughs> that sounds like a good idea for everyone to do. And, and then Dolph Ziggler could, or not Dolph Ziggler. Oh, maybe Dolph Ziggler might want to get fired too. Yeah, I mean, why not, Zack Ryder? Come on, Zack. You can't be happy here. And so Dolph Ziggler could slap him, and uh, Zack Ryder could make a mean YouTube video about him. Mm-hmm. Shoot. Woo, woo, woo. This guy's a jerk. He tells <laughs> racist jokes. <laughs> Remember, take you care. You know it. Punch a racist in the balls. <laughs> Oh, that should be the side-off line. Just Every- take care. Punch, Punch racist in the balls. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you guys went further with that than I wanted to. <laughs> You're welcome. Yes. This is why you bring me on the show. You want to make horrible mistakes. <laughs> so he's so Del Rio's going to be a triple A's triple mania thingy? Yep. Good for them. Yeah. Does it does the uh, no complete clause no compete clause uh, matter if you're fired? Is that still a thing? It, it, well, the no compete clause only matters if you're fired. Oh, okay. So if a guy quits, then it's not a thing. Well, well, if you quit, I mean, it, it basically matters if your contracted contract is prematurely terminated. Okay. Right. So and one so, or the it's other. It's not like he's legally forbidden from competing. No, he's not. I was just curious if he's like. Yeah. He's, actively foregoing it, or... He is actively foregoing his no-compete, okay. apparently. Yeah. Which is Which surprising, is... but maybe they're throwing a ton of money at him. Maybe I mean, he doesn't care. <laughs> over that, he's well off. Yeah, he's fine. I mean... Probably. He has many automobiles. Mm-hmm. And he's been cutting his budget lately because he no longer has a personal ring announcer. Yeah, well, that guy was sucked anyway. Yeah, well, that guy got fired, too. Yeah, and then they fired. Well, that guy the, was the best uh, part of his act. They could be buddies again. Yeah, they could theoretically just take it back to the. You know, they could take it to AAA or whatever, and take their act. Uh... They could take the gimmick to AAA. Yeah, I mean, whatever. They could just be the uh, Rodriguez Bros or whatever the hell they want to call <laughs> themselves. Rodriguez who get Brothers. <laughs> or like, you know, Ricardo said that Del Rio was his son at one point on Twitter. So I mean, you know, he what? Could... <laughs> Because someone asked him, like, uh, Alberto's real name is Rodriguez, are you two related? And Ricardo said, yes, I'm his father. Or, yeah, he's my son or something, so. Oh. This is like when we all found out that Marilyn Manson is Shirley Manson's uh, father, despite her being older. Yes, it's literally the same thing, so. Depressive. Yeah. Some people just really got it when they father kids. They father them into the future. Huh. Um, what's happened this week? No. What? Oh yeah, you you fucking you fucking couldn't recognize Chad Patton. <laughs> oh god. Oh yeah, that was good. <laughs> I was watching. Well, first I watched SummerSlam 02, which was a good decision. But then 
I watched the Undertaker-Brock Lesnar match from WrestleMania 30, which was a bad decision. And I had the thought in the back of my head, hey, I remember Shawn Michaels' last match, Charles Robinson was the referee, and Ric Flair's last match, Charles Robinson was the referee. I wonder who Undertaker had as the referee for his final match. And I looked at the guy, and I couldn't recognize him. He looked like some young referee who I had just never seen before. So I tweeted something to that effect that I was surprised that Undertaker didn't have Mike Chioda or Charles Robinson or even a guy like John Cone be the referee for his final match. And I tweeted a thousand things yesterday and it never popped back into my head until today I got a tweet from Chad Patton saying, hey, thanks for the compliment. Glad to see you're such a big fan. (laughs) And I, I, first of all, it's embarrassing because I do know Chad Patton. He's been a referee for a long time and I usually recognize him and I don't know why I didn't. Maybe he got a haircut or something. Anyway, I, I didn't like, I didn't at anybody. I obviously didn't mention Chad Patton because if I had thought of him, I would have said, Hey, that's Chad Patton. Undertaker had Chad Patton as his referee. But, uh, yeah. So, so Chad Patton's name-searching his co No, Chad Patton isn't name-searching. Some other referee is. Yeah, because he didn't say tweet. Chad Patton's name. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's why I said Chad Patton's name-searching his co-workers. Or someone else's. You know, maybe John Cohn saw that tweet and said, huh, I'll show Chad, he'll think it's funny. <laughs> and then Chad thought it was funny. That new ROH girl, um, Mandy... Mandy Leon, Leon, whatever it is. Um, okay. I I tweeted her official, uh, the official picture they have of her on their roster page, which is really pathetic, by the way. Just the entire roster page. Um, but and but and I but basically I just said, who on earth is this? And there's the link. And I guess she name searches herself because I didn't say her name, but the name was in the U- URL, and she just favorites it. I'm like, well, now I'm fucking embarrassed. <laughs> <sighs> Goog was more distressed about his than I was about mine. <laughs> it was, it was embarrassing. I made a fool of myself on Twitter in front of someone more famous than me. God damn it! Now you'll never be a referee. Chad Patton is. I don't care. <laughs> Calling out Chad I've got Patton. News. What's got news? Identity of the new Claire Lynch and note after Raw went off the air. I'm guessing this is from David Meltzer. The woman playing Megan Miller, the physical therapist on Raw, is Chelsea Green, an independent wrestler who trained at one time under Lance Storm in Calgary. Vince McMahon came out to Hulk Hogan. Wait. Vince McMahon came out to Hulk Hogan after the WWE Network presentation of the post-show with the Hogan birthday celebration went off the air. Vince McMahon came out to Hulk Hogan after the WWE Network presentation of the post-show. Dave, uh, I think you might want to rewrite that line. (laughs) (laughs) I love when Dave just has, like, a fucking stroke when typing. It's like, what are you doing? Vince McMahon came out to Hulk Hogan after the WWE Network presentation of the post-show with the Hogan birthday celebration went off the air. (laughs) I feel like I'm having a stroke just listening to that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Dave rules. 
Dave's the best. <laughs> now, if Vince McMahon had come out on the Legends House finale, that would have been a real story. Yeah, he just he Look comes at. out just upstage, um, Pat Patterson. Pat, you're gay? <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Pat, I'm gay too. What? <laughs> would explain his failing marriage. Uh-oh. Would explain a lot of things. Mm. And raise many more questions. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if his marriage is failing. You shouldn't say things like that. I know that's it's libelous. It is, and I apologize. And um, and because this is going to be recorded and disseminated, it's libel and not slander. Slander is not something that's kind of broadcast. It's something that's just kind of said. All right, all right. wait. Do we have one more thing? Uh, we can have as many more things as we need. You said there was one question. There is one question that someone asked me that I would like to get on the show at some point, but it doesn't have to be the next thing we talk about. Well, the next thing we talk about, if you guys were in Tampa, Florida, would you eat at Hogan's Beach? No. No. Yeah. Yeah, I'd go. Me too. I would only go if someone else was paying and insisted we go. And even then, I would raise a stink about it. Big shocker. <laughs> I'd go if yep. they were open for lunch. I hear they're. I, I don't think I'd want to waste a dinner on it, but I I I want to go to this uh, this train wreck of a restaurant because everything <laughs> I hear about it is so bad. <laughs> well, that sounds like a good enough reason to go. It does. I hear Jimmy Hart walks around it. That sounds like a good reason not to go. What's your beef with Jimmy? He's a creepy looking old man. I don't, oh, I don't want wow. him slinking around while I'm eating a sandwich. Great, now you've got heat with Jimmy. Yeah. Get off this podcast. Jimmy Hart is the best. It's not like he's going to be shirtless like in the commercial, jumping up and down on a bed. Oh, God. Well, whether or not the chicken fingers are delicious, I don't want to think about wrestling. <laughs> I like okay? how he's already he's getting like the plainest thing on the menu, chicken fingers. It was entirely to set up the wrestlelicious joke, damn it. We have a wrestlelicious joke? Yes, didn't you know? I just made a rhyme with a thing like on the wrestlelicious. <sighs> it wasn't very good. I no, liked it. So, I'm sorry. It's two out of five. <laughs> not your best it work. It was almost <laughs> above average. <laughs> It was almost average. Which means it was almost, almost above average. (sighs) Do we want to answer a question from Drew the Robot? Yeah, sure. Okay. What's his avatar? His avatar is a cartoon dog. Better be good. What's the dog's name? I don't know. Here, let me post a link to an image of the dog in the chat. Which actually won't help you because you can't look at the chat. So I'll post it in an IM to you as well. We've we've answered a question by Drew the Robot on this show before. Why can't I look at the chat? The dog is from Eggwood. Couldn't you not look at the chat for a while or something? Well, yeah, but I had, update, I had to upgrade Skype, and it caused lots of problems. Basically, everything Hulkamat and I did to try and uh, get this uh, Sonic LP recorded backfired. Awesome. <laughs> I sent it to you, MRP. I saw it. Okay. So that's Drew the Robot's avatar on Twitter. He asks us, anyway, which match are you looking forward to more? Kenta versus Mojo Rawley or Prince Devitt 
versus Bull Dempsey. Uh, Neither. Kenta Kenta versus Mojo, because I think they'll have given up on Mojo completely by then. Who is Bull Uh, Dempsey? A fat guy. He's a fat guy. Or pit bull number one. He looks like a pit bull, I believe. He's a fat guy that looks like a pit bull that tries to cut like shitty half-hearted Silas Young promos, but he's not any good. And um, also his tights don't fit that well, and I just hate him, and I wish he would go away. Well, Devitt's going to just do his light offense, whereas Kenta's just going to slap the shit out of Mojo Rawley. What do you want to see more? Yeah, you got a point. (laughs) Is NXT worth watching on a regular basis? No. Okay. No, I mean, yeah, there's some good stuff and there's some bad. I mean, it's literally developmental, so you kind of take what you get. Yeah. Like, uh, and no. I mean, the, the women are all right, and Enzo and Cass are great. And Jason are they still Jordan, having Renee Young do commentary? I think so. No, oh, that's uh, a shame. Jason Jordan's kind of a jobber in there right now, but he's got a really good future ahead of him if they decide to do anything with him. Just fire the Ascension, and I'll be fine. And please fire the Ascension out of a cannon into the sun, because they're just worthless. I'm sorry, Connor, I used to like you, but you suck. Oh, <laughs> fire them out of a cannon and into the main roster, you mean? Oh, oh and the Avod villains, those, are, those guys are great. English and Gotch really work well together. So, there's some good stuff on NXT, and there's just some bad stuff. It's The Sammy Sand guy is pretty cool. Week. I don't know why I'm asking about NXT, given given that my network subscription lapses in two weeks. Um, because you can watch it illegally every single week. I want it noted for the record that you said that, not me. <laughs> Come or at you me, can watch on Hulu. Or you can watch on Hulu. Oh, Thank well, you. there you go. Okay, come me. Okay. What are you going to do? Sue me? I have no money. Come on, WWE. Funniest tweet during Raw was uh, when Hogan was plugging 9.99, and someone tweeted, "Vince oblivious to the fact that Hulk gets SummerSlam on First Row Sports every year." <laughs> <laughs> hey, free money, brother! It just made me laugh. Hogan in front of a computer watching SummerSlam on like First Row. Ah, oh, buffering again. Oh, <laughs> do I click this ad banner? It says I have to install this codec. <laughs> <laughs> Adult spyware. MRT, what's on Tuesday Nitro tomorrow? Halloween Havoc 97. Holy shit! Wow! That's a great show. Run it down. Um, damn it, I was doing something. Alright, I'll do it. <laughs> I'm an expert. I actually like WCW, I won't be as mean to it. Hooray! I somehow like WCW, despite watching it, um, constantly. Oh, perfect. Okay, so in the opener, <laughs> we have... Yuji Nagata versus Ultimo Dragon. If Yuji Ultimo... Nagata was in the G1. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that awesome? Pretty Except cool. Except here, he's managed by Sonny Ono, who isn't awesome. Yeah. But the match you... should be good. You know who else was heavily featured during the G1? Jeff Jarrett. Chris Jericho's opponent. Guess um... who Chris Jericho's opponent is? Bray mm-hmm. Wyatt. <laughs> Let's see. I can do this. A guy who would have wrestled Chris Jericho in 1997 WCW and then been heavily featured in the 2014 G1 Climax. He wrestled Tomohiro Ishii? No. I was, going to, I was going to put the Nitro music in the background of this segment, but <laughs> way too long already. Do it already. Uh, who is he facing? Ghetto. Okay. Oh, Gato! 
Mm-hmm. Ah. Cool. He was Ray Mysterio Jr. puts up his mask against Eddie Guerrero's WCW Cruiserweight Championship. <gasps> oh, my oh, no. God. Ray Ray could lose his mask. Alex Wright takes on Steve Mongo McMichael. Alex Wright is the new charge of Deborah now that Jeff Jarrett is gone. Or Alex. Jacqueline faces the Disco Inferno. Oh my god. That sounds amazing. The match yeah. is 10 wow. minutes. What? 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 <laughs> is, is, do you mean the segment or bell to bell? Bell to bell, it gets about 10 minutes. Oh good god. Kurt Hennig faces Ric Flair in that a WCW be, US title match. That could yeah. be really good. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's 1997 instead of like 1991, but it could still be really good. Lex Luger faces Scott Hall with Larry Zabisco as the special guest referee. Oh man, I hope Lex wins. That's another match that would have been better six years earlier, but okay. Randy Macho Man Savage takes on Diamond Dallas Page in a Las Vegas death match. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Whoa. They're going to have that thing scripted down to the number of breaths they take. Mm-hmm. And in your main Shut event... Up, I'm not criticizing. Mm-hmm. What? That's main... literally what they did. Yeah. <laughs> in your main event, the greatest steel cage ever built will lower to surround the ring. Two icons will be inside. Oh my god, it's Age of the Cage. Spoilers. Rowdy, Roddy Piper, challenges Hulk Hogan to a steel cage match. Do you mean WCW World Champion Hulk Hogan? (laughs) It's not a title. This this whole show would have been so much better in 1991 with like a couple exceptions. Like for instance, Alex Wright would have been like 11 years old. Yeah, I mean, Alex it would be okay to see good. a football. Well, I mean, Mongo fighting an 11 year old would be pretty all right, I guess. <laughs> Jericho in 91 would have been something to see too. <sighs> Jesus, was he even wrestling back then? I guess he was. I I don't think so. No. Can't imagine, but maybe. I don't know how old is he? Like 90. Um, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we're missing something on the show. Good night, everybody.
If we answered oh. one question, talk go to the Let's Play sub forum and check out Hulkamat and me playing Sonic 06. Well, it's mostly me playing it, but who knows? Maybe, maybe Hulkamat will want to play it too because he likes playing video games. But he doesn't hate himself. I'll probably do Sonic Adventure speedrun side videos. <laughs> awesome. Maybe you do hate yourself. I don't know. Sonic Adventure is a good game. 